ML Nation, episode 539. I knew that through my story, it wouldn't reach everybody, but I knew my story would reach somebody. And that's what network marketing is all about. Network marketing essentially is one beggar telling another beggar where they found some bread. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation, it's Throwback Monday. Today, we can go back to an episode. I remember this, and uh, in fact, we actually brought him back at least once, I think even maybe two times back on the show. It is Gerald Wilkins, and I remember that time. I I think I interviewed him right after his company convention, and I I told him this is one of the best episodes uh, that first year, one of my favorite top five episodes of that year, and um, just incredible, very inspirational, a lot of mindset on here, how the way you think and so many nuggets you can learn. So this was first back in episode 60, and uh, so good, I wanted to bring it back to you. So let's go back to Throwback Monday to Gerald Wilkins. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan here. Before we start the show, some good news here. Our ML Nation Mastermind Coaching Program has opened up again. We normally keep it closed, but time of the year now, we're opening up and I can take 20 new members. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is a chance where you get to work one-on-one with me. You're, I'm basically like your upline. I'll give you my personal cell phone number. You can text me. We do one-on-one phone calls. We do a group accountability. And also every day, I also check in with you to see how you're doing and much, much more. Now, because my time is limited, and I, you know, you've been following me on social media. I do a lot of other stuff with my boys and stuff. I can only take a certain amount of people. Uh, and you do have to apply for it. So if you're interested to take your business to the next level, go to mlnation.com forward slash mastermind. Get mlnation.com forward slash mastermind. Go fill out the online application there. And then once you fill out the application, give me about 48, 72 hours. I'll reply back to you about the next steps. All right? Wish you the best of luck and I uh, hope to work with you soon. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Gerald Wilkins. Gerald, are you ready to make it happen? Man, Simon, I, I am so pumped. I am so turned on. I can't even stand it, man. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. ML Nation, Gerald Wilkins is a seasoned entrepreneur, a professional network marketer, and a highly sought-after transformational teacher. He was introduced to MLM in August in 2004. And after five years of paying the price and having no success, his breakthrough arrived in August 2009 when he reconnected with his longtime mentor, Mr. Houghton Bugs. Gerald has since built a global organization of over 20,000 distributors that spans across 14 countries, including Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Thailand, and the United Kingdom, with sales exceeding over $10 a year. As the multiple six-figure annual income earner, Gerald has been recognized as one of the top 1% producers in his company, as well as the documented seven-figure income earner in the network marketing profession. So, Gerald, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Well, well I appreciate uh, the opportunity to share. And, you know, just listening to the bio, I love what Jim Rohn says. He says the drama unfolds in the details. And so the details of the story 
are a little bit more uh, a little bit more uh, rigorous and and the vicissitudes that you have to grow through in our profession uh, are, are, are something that people really need to understand. And so when I got introduced uh, to network marketing, uh, originally I was about 16, 17 years old. And uh, I stumbled upon network marketing after reading the book um, by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was a book that my father gave to me and he gave it to all of the high school graduates that come out of our, our, um, our family. Because both of my parents are attorneys. They met here uh, in Houston, Texas uh, in law school. But you know, I read that book, and after reading that book, uh, Simon, I, I decided to start looking for businesses online. And here I was, 16, 17 years old. I stumbled upon network marketing. I pulled it up, and I take it over to my dad. I don't even remember what the company was, but I took it over to him and said, hey, dad, look at this great business I can start for a very inexpensive price. And that's when my dad began to give me his interpretation or his truth uh, about network marketing. And, and Simon, this is why I always tell people there's a difference between a truth and the truth. And so he gave me his truth about networking and said, all the people at the top make all the money, all the people at the bottom do all the work. It's a pyramid scheme. And that was the foundation for my idea of what network marketing was. And so a few short years later, another buddy of mine introduces me to, to uh, a concept in network marketing, and it was in the telecom telecommunications space. Uh, and at that time, I was working for a company. I can't tell you the name of it, uh, but its initials are AT&T. And so uh, <laughs> I, uh, I went and took a look at this business opportunity. And because it was similar or within the same field, uh, I was a little bit more receptive. And I went, Simon, to go help my buddy tell the gentleman that invited him to the meeting. I went to go tell him no. I went to help my buddy tell the guy no. And so I get there. I never forget. It's about three, four uh, hundred people in the, in the auditorium, in the hotel meeting space. Everybody's dressed nice, positive, excited. You know, I'm like, man, they packed 400 excited people into a room. What's going on? And so a guy gets up there in his nice suit and his Rolex and had a, a peacock looking tie on, very poppy colors, very loud colors, looked very clean. And he started talking about network marketing and he broke down the structure of the pyramid. And he's talked about, man, how many of you people got CEOs at the top? How many people have managers in the middle? How many have supervisors that report to those managers? And how many people know their employees at the bottom? And he started to give that illustration and pointed out what the structure of a pyramid was. And that was the first time it resonated. I said, man, this thing is not a scam. This thing is exactly what I'm participating in. Because at the time, I had started off making sales calls as an account rep on the phone for AT&T. And I had grown uh, in, in AT&T, whereas I was now a manager. And I had a staff of 60 employees. I mean, we we're rocking and rolling. I taught them, all of my sales guys, the strategies and techniques that I had learned in terms of growing and being able to close deals. And so now they promoted me from having 14 people to 60 people in terms of a staff, many of them twice my age. And, and so network marketing now had a concept for me that was, that was one that I could understand. And this is what I tell people, Simon. If you have the wrong concept, you will always have a misconception. And when a person has a misconception, you will always draw the wrong conclusion. And so whenever you communicate, with anybody, you have to make sure that the concept of what you're talking about matches the concept of what they understand. Otherwise, you, you, you won't really get your message across. And so that was my introduction. And then I didn't get started with that telecommunications company. I backed out. <laughs> what ended up happening, I said, let me go well, you, you know, you're, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're such a great storyteller. I thought it was going to end with a happy ending that you joined. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
<laughs> so you didn't join, okay? I, I did it made all join. sense, but it didn't join, okay? Makes sense. It was it was the seed that was sown at that point, and and I tell people now that you know one man sows the seed, another man waters, and another man gets the harvest. And so this was the seed sown, and that buddy of mine, he and I are still good friends today. But um, I said no because I went home like most people. And I said, let me think about it, let me pray about it, let me meditate. And eventually I, I let the law of a depreciating idea set in on me and I just procrastinated on never got started. I had the 500 bucks to do it, but, you know, just I guess the fear, the uncertainty and doubt and caught, uh, caught up with me and I decided not to do it. So a few years later, another friend of mine, she introduced me to uh, a company through her parents who were both physicians. And because I had a tremendous amount of respect for them, they were multimillionaires. They said, hey, listen, Jared, you need to go to this meeting and you need to hear this information. And it, it worked out, Simon, so well, whereas the meeting was at 7 p.m. And it was across the street from my office. So it was, it was almost like you can't pass up on this. And so the credibility of the person that told me about it was so heavy that I had to go. And that's the number one thing I tell people in network marketing is this business is a business about credibility. If you have a high level of credibility, you can pull people, whether it's to a briefing, whether it's to a uh, in-home meeting, a conference call, a web webinar or whatever it is, the more, the higher the, your credibility, the more and the further you can pull a person. So I went over there, saw the information. It made sense this time. They, they bam fan me, bam fan book a meeting from a meeting. So they set another appointment and that's when I, um, that's when I ran into my mentor. And this was a gentleman that now is a seven-figure monthly earner in network marketing. Then he was just a seven-figure uh, income earner in network marketing. And I saw a man, Simon, that I said, you know what? He has not only the trappings of success, but his life is something that I want to duplicate. He had the money, he had the time, he had a wife, and he had a son, and he was able to invest and spend time with them and travel around the world. And I said, man, this is exactly... Not what I've been looking for, but who I've been looking for. And so that's my story, and I'll stick to it. So once you get started, even you, uh, that, you know, I assume that person that was uh, Mr. Holton Bucks. Right? It is. So obviously, he's like, you know, he's very, you know, he's one of the top, top leaders in the world, right? But you sure. still didn't have success. So didn't. why did it take you five years until you got that major breakthrough? Well, I think, number one, success, as Earl Nightingale, is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. So my success then was not what it is today. Uh, I had some success, you know, a couple grand, uh, uh, you know, that I, that I was able to achieve and, and earn and that type of thing, earn my investment back, and I started to learn. And most people think success in network marketing means a full-time income. Some people think it means six figures a year. Some people think it means seven figures a year. And what I've realized, Simon, is that no matter what level you get to in network marketing, you're always looking to better your best. So success today may not be what it is tomorrow for you. You know, I remember one time, Simon, I thought, man, once I get to 10 grand a month, oh, you won't be able to tell me anything. You know, I, I would have arrived. Well, I got to 10 grand a month. I said, oh, this ain't no money, man. I got <laughs> to get back to work. You know, and I said, OK, let me get to 20 grand a month. Oh, man, it's going to be off the hook. 20 grand a month. Donald Trump says you haven't began to live the American dream until you're at least making 20 grand a month. So I started making 20 grand a month and I was like, oh, I, I got some good stuff. But, you know, this I can't really impact more people outside of myself. 
So I set a bigger goal and it continued to grow to 30 grand a month, 40 grand a month, 50 grand, 60, 70, 80. And now when I got to $80,000 in a month, it was like, okay, this is cool, but man, I got to get to 100 grand a month. I can't really live life <laughs> in, in an impactful way till I get to six figures a month. And so that, that, the success always grows, it always changes. And so in the beginning, this is what I tell people. Your first year in network marketing, I want people to write this down. You will either be rewarded or punished for how you lived your life prior to getting started. I'll repeat. Oh, when, in good. network marketing, your first year success will be based upon how you have lived your life prior to getting started. You will either be rewarded or you will be punished for how you lived prior to getting started. And so... I didn't get to six figures a year my first year in network marketing. Matter of fact, it, I didn't get to a six-figure income, Simon, to my sixth year in network marketing. And Malcolm Gladwell talks about this very principle because a principle is nothing but a, but a law. And a law impacts everybody. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. doesn't matter what your ethnic background is. A law is a law. It's like the law of gravity. You don't have to believe it, but if you go and stand on the top of a building and jump, you will fall. It's a law. A law is bigger than anyone. And so he talks about in his book, Malcolm Gladwell does, uh, Outliers. He talks about this concept entitled 10,000 Hours. He says, every master was once a disaster. Every winner was once a beginner and every contender or every champion was once a contender. And so he says, what's it take for you to master any craft. I don't care if it's network marketing, the insurance business, it doesn't matter if you're going for a movie, uh, you know, wanting to be an actor or an actress, it's a the, the price that must be paid for you to go from beginner to winner or from disaster to master is 10,000 hours. You have to beat on that craft not only through books, not only through audios, but also through events. And you've got to put in the 10,000 hours to, de to develop, number one, the credibility. Number two, the character. A lot of people want to develop the charisma. And charisma and character are two different things. Charisma is what you project on stage. Character is who you are off stage. So that 10,000 hours for me is what I had to go put in. And that's why... I didn't have the success in the very beginning as what we have now because I had to put in the 10,000 hours. Wow. Well, I was just taking uh, pages of notes here. I love the thing talked about credibility, right? As yes. you build your credibility, that's how you attract. And your first year, I think that's the best I've heard. This is the best I've ever heard it. Like you're either rewarded or punished for how yes. you live your life because you've been in a life person of giving, giving, giving. You'd be easily people, you'll be a person of high credibility and people mm -hmm. will join and follow you. And so when you said that, I was just thinking about when I, my first year, my, oh gosh, I was definitely punished. <laughs> For all the times I would just, you know, play video games, do things that made me feel good, but I never contributed to other people's lives. But that's an yes. awesome way to put it down, put it there. So what would you consider to be your worst moment in network marketing? Was there a point where like, you know, you were so, fr during the 10,000 hours, you were so frustrated. He's like, hey, this is I hate this. I don't even like this. I should have gone back. I don't want to quit. But somehow you hung in there. Was there ever a moment like that? Absolutely. And I, I haven't met personally any seven-figure earners in network marketing who have not quit before. And 
they quit, but they got back started the next day. <laughs> so a lot of people, a lot of people think, oh man, everything is just you know. They hear, you know, this this is the interesting thing about our profession. You always hear about the glory, but you don't understand the story. And that's not just a cliche. That's not just some some old adage to say. It's the real. It's the it is the truth. I have quit so many times. I just didn't quit longer than twenty four hours. And so yeah, you know, one of one of my experiences. I uh, came in 2008 when I was with a company and that company had gotten sued through attorney general and and all types of things for 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 how their business model was set up. And this is a company that was a large company. So it wasn't some little smart startup. It was seven years old that generated hundreds of millions of dollars. They had uh, hundreds of thousands of people that were involved in the company. But, you know, through some type of litigation process, they were sued by the attorney general and the, the income and the production in that company dropped by nearly 70% in a matter of a year. And I'll never forget having to transition and my mentor said, hey, listen, guys, you know, we we we, uh, we can accomplish our goals in this company. It's just going to take another 10 years to do it. And I don't have that type of time. And so all along, Simon, I had listened to everything the mentor said. And, and I tell people now, uh, mentorship and coaching are two different things. Uh, a coach is someone who gives you a training on the how-tos of a, of a subject, whether it's how to prospect or how to find prospects or how to do a three-way call or how to build a house or how to you know, uh, parent your child. It's, it's a coach's role and a coach's purpose is to teach and train you the how-tos of a thing. A mentor's role is to teach you how they think. So they pour literally their life's philosophies. That's what philosophy means. A, 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 a way of thinking. They pour their thoughts into you. And you now, as the mentee, begin to develop the thinking of the mentor, whereas you can now think through situations like they think. And so this mentor, Mr. Holton Buggs, uh, Holton Buggs said, hey, listen, I'm going, I've got a transition now. This is what I tell people as well. Transitioning is different from jumping. Transitioning is different from jumping. Well, Jared, what's the difference? Well, a jumper is someone who's in a company today, uh, you know, three months, six months, a year, and their pattern is always jumping. They're in this company. They're chasing this rapid. They're, tra- they're chasing this dream. And, and I tell people now that, you know, successful professionals sit still and build only clowns jump around. Hmm. He was not jumping. He had to make a transition for he and his family because situations and circumstances had changed in that particular company. But because I was so emotionally involved, I couldn't see the forest from the trees. I often tell people now, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. And so I was in the frame. I couldn't see what he was saying. And he had been through this experience before where a company had gone down and all this type of stuff. And he was literally trying to reason with me. I mean, literally, I went over and I talked to him for hours from about uh, from about 7 p.m., 8 p.m. to the following th- uh, morning, 3 a.m., and I was like, no, this is not going to work. I'm going to stay in this company. I'm going to show you da 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 da. And, and I went against, for the first time, Simon, I went against the thought process of the mentor. And it left me in a very devastating situation. I had gone through foreclosure on my home. I had gone through, you know, such a traumatic experience financially. It was, it was one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life. It put me in a place where one of my cars is up for repossession. I didn't even have $150 to 
to pay my light bill. My lights were off. And I had just had my daughter, uh, Chandler, Sade Wilkins. And I remember not being able to even provide for her. And it went completely against my identity as a man because I had been trained and taught that as a man, you're supposed to be able to provide and to protect. And I was in a position where I couldn't do either. And I almost slipped into depression. Really, I did, because I had to now start looking for jobs. And I hadn't worked a job at that point for years. And I'm submitting resumes, borrowed the $150 to get the light bill on. I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul and started robbing Peter, Paul, Mary and Martha. Started robbing everybody. Had no credit cards. I had nothing at all. And I, I tell people this is where I believe characters built in the valley. This is where I got a chance to to see and to learn and to grow my character, my resolve. And it was one of the, now that I look back on it, it was one of the worst and best things that ever happened to me. Because at that point, I started to become introduced to my real self. And um, went through that process, finally got myself uh, back together and had another conversation with him about why he transitioned. And at this time, I was I was a little bit more receptive and open to hear the difference between making a network marketing decision and making a business decision. And I was ready that second time around to make a business decision. And uh, without that, I wouldn't be here where I am today. So throughout your journey, what would you consider to be your biggest aha moment? That kind of like the light bulb went off and then you had the massive success. It was, it was after, that, uh, after that process. My aha moment became one that was very clear that it was never about the company. It didn't matter what product or service it was that we marketed. Now, uh, do I believe people need to be passionate or excited about the product? Yes. Yes and no. I've not nec- I learned from that experience that business people not only are excited and passionate about their product, they are passionate about achieving an objective. And so the aha moment for me came through that, seeing good people in bad companies and seeing bad people in good companies. And at that point, the aha moment came and said, you know what? It's it's who you're connected to, because that's most important. Who you're connected to is taking you somewhere. And unless you're willing and unless you're ready to go where that person's going, I suggest you disconnect. And so my biggest aha moment was it's not the product. It's not the compensation plan. It's not the company. It's who you are connected to. Aha. <laughs> no, that is good. That is good. Now, uh, let's share another story. What would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing? My proudest moment uh, was when I had achieved the objective uh, in our company of, of, of what we call Diamond. As a Diamond, you have an organization that uh, has generated uh, at least $200,000 in, in revenue in a calendar month. And it wasn't necessarily the position because it, it, by the time I hit that position, I was already making a six-figure income earner annually. And so it wasn't necessarily the money. It was uh, the goal. It was the achievement. It's, it's like, the, it's like uh, you know, Michael Jordan when he won his uh, third or fourth championship. And people see him crawl on the floor and he's holding that trophy and he's crying and he's weeping. And you're like, 
why is he doing all that? You've already won rings. Well, it's because of the, the goal he had set. I mean, you see, you know, musicians, you see, you see, you know, uh, uh, movie stars, you know, they get there and they, they're accepting their Academy Awards and they're in tears. I mean, these are people that have already made tens of millions of dollars and they're crying over this trophy and people are like, what, what, what's the deal? Well, what they're crying over is all of what they've had to go through. You know, you, you, rem- you see, I think leaders and, and, and just champions, no matter what field it is, you have to have moments where you can turn back the time or the, the, the hands of time and say, I remember when. Whether it's I remember when I was sleeping in my car, I've done that. I remember when people told me no, I've heard that. I remember when nobody supported me. By the way, most of your friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you, okay? <laughs> That's what I often tell people. Most of your friends and family, they won't support you until strangers start saying, oh, he's the man, he's the woman, she changed my life, he impacted my life. You're in magazines, you're on DVDs, you're on stages in front of thousands of people sharing your story, sharing your struggle because you can't get strength without struggle. A butterfly cannot become a butterfly until it's first a caterpillar that stretches and strains through the cocoon to become a a butterfly. And so it's a metamorphosis process. So the proudest moment for me was getting to that position because I knew all of what it took. And I had arrived to this place of utopia, whereas I could stand on a stage confidently and boldly and say, listen, I've been where you've been. I've seen what you've seen. I've experienced it. I know what it feels like to drive halfway across town and nobody shows up. I know what it feels like to have people hang up the phone. I know what it feels like to go to the gas station and say, you know what? If I put $5 in this, in this tank, it's going to get me to where I need to go to. But if I don't sell some product where I'm at that meeting, I ain't coming back. <laughs> I know what those things feel like. I know what it feels like to say, you know what? I, I got the money for a flight uh, to, to fly over to a market to go do some meetings, but I don't have the money to stay in a hotel. And I, and I know what it feels like to get to the hotel counter knowing I don't have the money on the card to pay for the room. And I give them the room and it swipes. And, and before they swipe it, The person that's with me says, hey, oh, by the way, we've already paid for your room. See, I know what it looks like to not say I have faith, but I know what it feels like to have faith and exercise it. Faith is an action word. Faith means nothing but belief. Faith, I I say the the, the acronym for faith, Simon, F-A-I-T-H, means finding answers in the heart. Mm. And that's what the business is all about. It's about your heart. And so that was my proudest moment. I wept like a baby. Oh, my goodness. I was crying. I mean, it was just crazy. And so, uh, you know, I wasn't crying for the money. I wasn't crying because we had thousands of people in our organization. I was crying, Simon, for that man or that woman that was sitting in the back of the room where I once sat saying, can I do this? Will it work for me? And will I get some help? I knew that through my story, it wouldn't reach everybody. But I knew my story would reach somebody. And that's what network marketing is all about. Network marketing essentially is one beggar telling another beggar where they found some bread. Mm, I got to write that down. One beggar telling another beggar where they found bread. Yes, sir. Wow, that's good stuff. Hey, ML Nation, that was so many nuggets that Gerald just shared. Really amazing stuff. Uh, if you want to know what it takes to be successful, just ask Gerald what he remembers. You know, that was, you know, he remembered when he slept in his car, remembered when he didn't have enough gas, when gas money, remembered when he couldn't pay for his hotel. And, you know, all of us go through those struggles to become successful. 
And but it's the journey. Like Joe says, yes. have it, keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, you are such an awesome storyteller, and um, it's just such an inspiring speaker. Can you share a little bit about? I mean, you also call yourself a transformational teacher. Can you share a little bit about that and what you also do? Yeah, yeah, because most people think, uh, you know, after they hear me, and I appreciate the accolades all the time, people say, oh, man, you're a great motivational speaker. And and I, I love the argument that the late Jim Rohn and the late uh, Zig Ziglar used to have uh, in terms of motivation versus education. You know, uh, Zig Ziglar said motivation is most important. Jim Rohn said education is most important because if you motivate a fool, you have a motivated fool running around. And uh, Zig Ziglar's stance was, well, if you don't motivate the educated person, you have just uh, intelligence on ice. And so for me, the idea of a transformational teacher in terms of the, the, the title of it uh, came from that place of how can I marry the two? The two concepts of being able to educate a person and equip them and empower them to take action and do it through a through, do it in a method where they're fired up to do it. And, and so transformational teacher, in, in for me, is someone who can give a set of instructions that seem so complex, break it down to a simplified methodology where a person not only understands it, but they ta- take action on it. And so I think motivation is great. Uh, I think, uh, as Zig Ziglar said, it's, it's, it's good to have motivation daily, just like you take a shower to, to, to wipe off the residues and wipe off all the negative experiences. That's what motivation does. It, it gives your, your mentality or gives your mindset a mental washing every single day because you, you run into so much rejection and fear and uncertainty and news and all types of things in your seed season. By the way, the harvest never looks like the seed. You can count the amount of seeds in an apple, but you can never count the amount of apples that come from one single seed. And so my mission, my purpose that is wrapped up in being a transformational teacher, when people ask me, well, what's your life's purpose? It's very simple. Number one, I distribute ideas. And number two, I introduce people to their real selves. That is my entire life work. I just so happened to, over the last 11 years, do it in the profession of network marketing using this as the platform to do it in. And it's allowed me to reach millions of people around the world. So that's that's transformational teacher. It's someone that can break down concepts. I love what Einstein said. He says, if you can't explain something simply, it's because you don't understand it well enough. And so as a teacher, a teacher is one that explains a concept, explains an idea. Think about when you were in school. Your best teachers are people that believed in you, but also were able to take you through a process of ex- instruction and give you a foundation for you to build upon. And that's what a transformational teacher is for me. Super. Where can people learn about your transformational teaching? They can find me online. They can go to jaredwilkins.com. That's www dot j-a-r-r-o-d-w-i-l-k-i-n-s dot com that's again jared j-a-r-r-o-d wilkins w-i-l-k-i-n-s dot com they can find me on facebook jared wilkins they can find me on instagram they can even if they want to get into a lot more of the teaching and some of the understanding the, the how-to stuff, how to properly invite. I mean, I've used that. It was one of the skills that I had to master because I started so young in networking. And, and so all of those resources, I've got 
free resources on YouTube. They can type in Jared Wilkins and it'll pull it up. Uh, how to do three-way calls, the mentality of a, of a business owner versus that of, uh, of a network marketer. They can see how to do uh, edification, all of the techniques and strategies that not only I teach, but I've actually used to build a global universal organization. They can find all of those resources on my website and on YouTube as well. Awesome. And ML Nation, we'll have all those links so you can contact Gerald and learn more about his stuff on the show notes page on mlnation.net. Just go to mlnation.net and type in Gerald on the search bar. Again, that's J-A-R-R-O-D, and it'll come up, and all those links that Gerald talked about will be right there. Now, Gerald, you got over a decade years of experience. What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing right now? The biggest thing is is is, is really... Because of the foundation that's been laid from, you know, people that started back in the day with all of the legacy companies is now network marketing is it's taking on a different identity. It's it's no longer in large scales and in large circles looked upon as, oh, you're in one of those things. It's really now taking on a very serious professional identity. And it's exciting because now you're able to reach people that would have never looked at network marketing as a career. And, and so I believe now because of that, because of the identity change and because of how it's perceived, we're starting to see different professionals take a real serious look at our profession, number one, but also sink their teeth into it. And that is that is that is going to mean a world uh, of change for people all around the globe, no matter what their professional background has been, their inexperience has been or whatever they have not achieved prior to getting involved, they will literally be people that get involved in our profession with enough hard work and dedication and the right mentality uh, and, and having the right coach that now will have physicians, they'll have attorneys, they'll have political leaders, those in government, they'll have uh, successful professional athletes, actors and actresses, all a part of their organization because of the identity that network marketing has taken on. And, and um, that, that's really exciting. Definitely. Very, very exciting. I just find people are just more open to it. It's much easier yes. much easier to sponsor now. People are open to the idea because they also know that the traditional route no longer works. Yeah, true, true. Absolutely. As we wrap up the, towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, okay? So sure. what is one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Very simple. It's, it's by Dr. Charles Perry. He says, you're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices. Mm, that's a good Every, one. Yes, everybody has the power to choose. Whatever it is, whatever it is you want, you have the power to choose. Matter of fact, where, no matter where you are in life right now, at some point or another, you made the appointment to be there. And so choice is everything. You talked about uh, before what stopped you from joining and the law of depreciation, uh, depreciating idea. I love that, the, that, the phrase you just coined. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's procrastination. One author said the largest nation in the world is that of procrastination. And so, um, you know, if you're going to do it eventually, you might as well do it immediately. And, and for me, if, if, if I would have done today what I should have done then, my, my results would have been farly, farly, farly exceeded to what I've done now. Maybe what I earn annually would be what I, be, I, I would earn monthly. And so, you know, that's the key uh, is really taking action. 
uh, and taking it immediately. Once you get that that breakthrough, and that, that's all a breakthrough is. You know, a breakthrough, many people say they want a breakthrough, but they can't deal with the breakdown. They say they want the rainbow, but they can't stand the rain. They all want the crown, but they're not willing to carry the cross. And so a breakthrough is simply, in the words of Tony Robbins, a moment in time where the impossible becomes possible. And once that happens, you must take massive action. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? My voracious appetite for learning. I definitely can tell. Yes, I love learning. Uh, The environment that I thrive in the most is a learning environment and a teaching environment. I know I know what moves me. And so oftentimes I tell people, especially when they start to get in there with marketing uh, and and everybody says this it's a personal self-development course with a compensation plan attached to it. What does that mean in literal language? It means this. You are about to learn maybe for the first time in your life yourself. Most people know how to operate an iPhone and everything that goes into that gadget more than they know how to operate their own life. And so network marketing strips down every title, every trapping, every uh, idiosyncrasy that a person has and forces us to look ourselves and in the words of Michael Jackson, face the man in the mirror. Mm. That's network marketing. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? The best piece of advice I've received is be authentic. Be the real you. You know, so many times we, we, we learn from mentors and coaches and we take on their identity. And for so long, Simon, I tell you, man, I, I struggled with this. You know, they say, oh, man, you sound too good. You sound too polished. You sound like a professional speaker. You're not duplicatable. And not, you need to tone it down. Don't use so many quotes. Don't use so many illustrations. You know, you know, you need to dumb it down. And so I did. And my income got dumb, too, (laughs) you know, because I wouldn't be in me. You know, this is who I am. And so I had to learn to embrace me. Now, will I reach everybody? Will you reach everybody? No, of course not. But here's what you will reach. Here's the people that you will speak to. Those that are designed to hear the truth coming out of your mouth that's specifically for their spirit. And so for me, the best advice I've ever received is, Jared, be the authentic you. And this is who I am. Hmm. What is your favorite prospecting tool? So say you qualify a prospect. He wants to yes. learn more about your company. Do you uh, use a newsletter, a flip chart, a webinar, a link yeah. to an online video? What do you like to send people? All of the above. You know, I think the more senses a person wraps around uh, the information or the concept you're sharing, the better your chances are getting the concept across to them. So, you know, if, if it's something that they can touch, see, uh, hear, and look at at the same time, um, it's it's best. So for me, it's 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 a if it's not a physical presentation where I'm sitting down giving the presentation, it's going to be some type of DVD or some type of web, uh, you know, maybe a web link that they can take a look at or some type of link that they can take a look at so they can see, they can hear, and they hopefully they can feel, uh, you know, feel the concept out and and decide to get involved with it. What's one of your favorite apps or like an online resource, uh, like an Evernote or a Dropbox that you could recommend to our listeners? Man, I'm what you call low-tech big check. So, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, uh, the Dropbox and, and I have Skype, obviously. We have, uh, you know, WhatsApp because I've got a global organization. 
but, you know, th those things, you know, Facebook, I love using Facebook to connect. I love using Instagram and social media. So those things, I, I tell people to master them, be proficient at them. Don't invest a lot of your time on them because they're just simply tools that allow you to build what, what it is that you're ultimately looking to build, which is a successful business. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Something that many of them have probably never heard of because I know people have recommended Think and Grow Rich. I know people have recommended Rich Dad, Poor Dad and uh, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale is great information. But here's what I'll tell people. One of the books that impacted me so much that I have been studying it for three and a half years is a book entitled The Seven Laws You Must Honor to Have Uncommon Success. I'll repeat. The Seven Laws You Must Honor to Have Uncommon Success. The author is Dr. Mike Murdoch. When that book first came out, he was charging $1,000 for the book. I didn't have the $1,000, so I borrowed the book from a friend and made copies of it. And to <laughs> this very day, I still have those copies here in my office with the actual book itself, but I still reread and study and highlight the chapters of the book because it's not the book. It's the chapters that one studies and applies in their life that ultimately yield the harvest. So that's the book, the, the Seven Laws You Must Honor to Have Uncommon Success. So where can people get that book? Is that something they sell on Amazon for $1,000? Yes, no, it's no longer $1,000. <laughs> but no, you can get it on Amazon. I think they, 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 they've even got links because it's so powerful. They've even got links on, on, online where I believe um, you can get it for free. And if a person wants to get it for free, they can email me, find me on Facebook, and I'll, I'll be happy to send it to them for free um, because it's out there as a resource. Awesome. And ML Nation, don't forget, I know you love audio and podcasts. So if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobooks at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. Gerald, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? I'm ready, brother. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your mentor. You don't have your family, no friends, no one. So contact list is zero. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Great question. I would take my phone out. I would go to where it says contacts. I would scroll all the way down to the bottom and see how many contacts I had. Oh, you know, you don't have any contacts. Oh, I have no contacts No in my contacts, phone. zero. Oh, that's easy. Very easy. Do I have social media? Yes. Uh -huh. So I've got... I've got some friends on social media. No, no friends on social media. Brand new no friends at all. You're, you're like an alien. Imagine you went uh, to another alien. planet, but they spoke English. <laughs> well, nobody has that experience. But anyway, <laughs> you know at least one person, right? But for me, it, it's been simple. I've never, you know, I've never, I've never built my business running ads or buying leads. I've all of my top leaders, I met them, whether it's at an event, whether it's at a mall, whether it was at a restaurant. You know, I met a nurse, a lady that I was having breakfast. I ended up stopping her and asked her, hey, what's your nationality? And through that one conversation, we put in over 2000 people in her organization alone in one year. So it's, it's you know, I just I go meet people. I meet them and I don't go out to prospect. I simply prospect while, I, while I'm out. In other words, I make friends. You know, Dale Carnegie says how to win friends and influence people. In his book, he talks about smiling. Smiling is the universal language for, hey, it's okay for you and I to talk to each other. And so that's what I would do. I would go out, number one, I would get out of the house because it's a home-based business. It's not a home-bound business. So I get out of the house. I go to restaurants. I would go to the mall. I would go to places. I would go to places where people are 
I wouldn't have on a power suit or anything. I'll have on something nice, something, something that's attractive because you can't start attracting until you become attractive. That's not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And I would go out and I would connect with people. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? Yes. My, my, my advice to people is this. My words are this. If it can happen for me, it will happen for you. Just be willing to pay the full price. How do you know when you've paid the full price? When you have what it is that you have set in your mind that you want to accomplish. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you're being hanging out with Gerald Wilkins. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Gerald, which is J-A-R-R-O-D, at the search bar. And the show notes or Gerald's contact information or the nuggets of wisdom will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Gerald, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. Absolutely. On final note, I'll say this, Simon. You know, I, I, I tell people now that in this business, number one, when you discover why your phone rings, then you can start charging for it. If your phone ain't ringing, you haven't developed the value and the character yet. So appreciate you, Simon. I appreciate the value, the content, uh, the platform that you are providing for people to hear transferable truths uh, to apply in their life. This is going to make a world of difference for people all around the world. I think you were born for a time just such as this to be an impact on this generation. So I appreciate you for for serving. You're welcome, Gerald. Thanks again for sharing the nuggets of wisdom. Thank you for your vision. And Gerald, MO Nation, we're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again and God bless you. Appreciate you, man. God bless. Whew! Was that good or what, ML Nation? I'm I just took, you know, three pages of notes. I'm just looking at here. I'm about to do this recap, and I don't even know where to start. Uh, Jared Wilkins, thank you so much. If you like this episode, please go and connect with him on Facebook. Go to mlnation.net. Just type in Jared. Uh, again, spelled J-A-R-R-O-D. Spelled a little differently. Okay, J-A-R-R-O-D. Or just type in Wilkins, W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And the, on the search bar and the show notes will pop right up. And you can connect with them on Facebook, connect with them online. But I seriously took up so many pages of notes. I'm like, if you hear the fa- paper uh, rustling here, so I'm looking at it and I don't even know where to start. I mean, the, one of the first ideas I love is like the law of depreciating idea. Right? That's how many, how often had you had an idea you want to take action on? Or just an idea. It doesn't need to be like the million dollar idea to invent a new iPhone or invent a new car, but the idea of calling someone, following up, or you're going to prospect someone or email them and then you don't take action on it. Right? And then the longer you wait, all of a sudden the idea loses value. And then over, and then maybe even bother you. And then you, before you know it, you just totally forget about it. So, we have, you know, the reason I love network marketing because it allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential, but that potential often is just like hampered, hindered because we procrastinate and the idea loses value. Uh, another nugget I took out was, you know, it's a journey, right? Take the 10,000 hours. That's well documented in Malcolm Gladwell's awesome book, Outliers or Outliers, 
Uh, if you're from Canada, like my wife, she calls Outliers. But go get that book. That's an awesome book that talks about it takes 10,000 hours. It's the journey. And you have to go through the pains. But you keep going. You got to learn about yourself. What keeps you going? Gerald talked about how most people learn more about how to use an iPhone, the smartphone, than how to manage themselves and learning, you know, what gets you going. So the 10,000 hours, you know, like success, he also talked about success is all relative. Everyone's a different definition of success. So be patient in the journey, okay, the 10,000 hours. And the other thing was the coach and the mentor. Everyone, you need a coach and you need a mentor. The coach teaches you the skills, but a mentor teaches you how to think. And then that, you know, is the awesome definition. And some of you may need a coach, may need a mentor. So go out and reach. If you don't have someone that's coaching you, you got to go up your up. And maybe you probably, it's not your person who brought you in because you're listening to this. You want to achieve more in your business, right? The person that brought you in, they may not want to achieve more. So you got to go up, up, up the line. Uh, if you can't, then you can find those other coaches out there. If, you, if you're interested, you can, be, you can become a part of ML Nation Insider. We have motivated distributors people from new distributors to people who are, you know, earning a couple hundred thousand a week to people who are million dollar earners in ML Nation Insider. And so, by the way, if you're interested, just go to MLNationInsider.com, right? But everyone needs a coach and mentor. And definitely check out Gerald, what he does as a transformational teacher. I mean, if you think his, this, you know, just in this 40 minutes podcast was amazing, you definitely want to check out his videos and also go to his website. Um, other notes I wrote down is your first year, you know, people... You go either going to be rewarded or you can be punished for what you have done in your life. And that is so true. If you've been a person of value, giving, 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 giving back to the community, helping others, and you tell people about this business, your business, people will listen and people will be want to become and join you, right? Because they always are buying you. But if you've done something that always just, you know, did things for yourself and not really provided much value, help people, not connecting people, then yeah, you'll be you'll be punished. And when he said that, I was like, wow, you know, I was definitely punished when I got started because I, you know, never knew about providing that much value to people. I just, I'd work at my job and just do what I was told. I never did more and, you know, help empower people's life. And that's why I love about network marketing. It's my belief, you know, network marketing allows us to be better givers, to allow us to create a legacy, right? To be better, better leaders, not in just business, but in society. So, be a person of credibility. Be a person of value. So anyway, I can go on and on, and this is the recaps running uh, too long already. But you know, just tons of notes there. You want to go out there and uh, re-listen to this podcast. Get connected to Gerald. And if you like this show, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you don't use Apple, you can do it on Stitcher. That's the best way when you subscribe and. Um, subscribe, it gets downloaded to your phone automatically. And then rate and review, leave an honest review. Doesn't need to be five star, just leave an honest review because I read those reviews and it helps me keep the go- show going and gives me ideas as well. And lastly, the best compliment you can give is sharing. Just give, give. You know, that's why I love network marketing, it's about giving. I'm doing this podcast, it takes a tremendous amount of my time, tremendous amount of financial resources because it's about giving. So you want to give? Uh, just share, share with people, share this to your downline, upline, cross lines. You know, ML Nation, we are a nation. We are all together in the same profession. We should be proud. We shouldn't be, you know, you know, talking bad about other people's companies. We're all in this profession together. And, and as everyone wins, we all win as a community. So if you like the show, please share with others. That's the best compliment you can give. Anyway, last thing to thank you, ML Nation, for investing your time to listen to this. Again, awesome, awesome show. This is one you definitely want to 
Keep, save, bookmark, or whatever you do. Take a screenshot. Go back, listen over again. Thanks, Gerald Wilkins, for the awesome show. And thank you for listening. And remember, MLM Nation, we're in a profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.